0: Twelve Days of Journos, yet another instance of Journos
1: holiday-themed content from Stephen Jackson and Brandon R. Reynolds. Hello? Brandon? (laughs) Stephen! Hello! What a surprise!
0: (laughs) Um, Well, I'd like to be the first to wish you a happy fourth day of the Twelve Days of Journos.
1: Well, I appreciate that. That is wonderful to hear. I have on my best stole for the occasion. I can see it through the phone. Um, and so
0: for those of you just tuning in, the 12 Days of Journos is where Jer- Brandon and I are um, you know, We're going through some of the stories we missed from the year, and we're picking them back up and we're running with them. Uh, Brandon, I wanted to alert you to a pretty big story that you may have missed back in July of uh, 2021.
1: Okay. I was fairly tuned in July of 2021, but uh, let's see what you got.
0: Okay. Yeah. So um, it's quite a ride to so buckle up.
1: So it uh, took place in the Denver metro area,
0: Boulder to be exact on July 16th. Okay. So there was a bear. All right.
1: Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You, you promised that you're delivering. Okay, good. Good,
0: good. a bear, a bear in the woods. It got a bucket stuck on its head bucket.
1: You are killing me with this. A what color was the bucket? Any idea? White bucket. Good. It's,
0: it's, it's
1: a white bucket. Okay, I know, I know, I know.
0: Okay, a little, there's more, there's more, there's more. You know, okay. So this bear, okay. he's got a bucket on his head, is there for over a week. Yeah, and then eventually wildlife officials uh, were able to remove the bucket.
1: What? Oh well yeah. I mean I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Seems like yeah. a natural end to that story. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. And that's the story. Uh and so this was actually a story. It made uh headlines all over the place. Um at least twenty different publications picked up on it across the country. And some of the coverage, boy, hard hitting. Uh Fox News in the Denver area um uh calls the event, embarrassing, and that is spelled the way you think it is. Um, the way I, I think would my fear personal... that it is spelled, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly that way. And then my favorite is actually from uh, the Denver channel, uh, ABC7 in Denver. Um, I'll just read a little bit of, uh, of the piece for you. For the last week, a bear has been wandering around near Boulder with a chicken feeder stuck on its head. But with the help of two men who spotted the yearling, the bear has been rescued. For the last couple of years, Drew McConaughey and his friend Dave Sherman have slowly been building his dream home in the foothills. But in all that time,
1: he's never lived through anything quite like this. And neither have the rest of us. And we're no. living vicariously I mean, through that
0: bear rescue. Are we Are we ever? That, that actually wasn't the only bear with its head in a bucket story from the year, believe it or not. So that was back over the summer. And then in Florida, uh, just this past November, uh, Florida Wildlife were, again, able to remove a bucket off of a bear's head. So, you know, this was a story that kind of touched us all in 2021. A lot was going on. And uh, obviously, this was a pretty important one, uh, if you wanted to gauge that by the coverage it received.
1: Yeah, the initial bear story was july 16th right
0: yeah july july 16th
1: yeah so what else was going on let's see here uh here's some headlines does instead more than one thousand may be missing after floods in germany los angeles county reinstates indoor mask mandate as delta variant spreads this is right in the heart of delta season um minimum wage workers can't afford rent anywhere in america that was a big economic reveal uh, so there were certainly other things going on, Stephen. I think it sounds like what you have stumbled into is a seething nest of clickbait.
0: I, I'd call it clickbait. I call it clickbait, and um, obviously, we, we're all uh, we all experience clickbait in a number of different ways, almost on a daily basis. And and it's it, it made me think what what are some of the reasons why clickbait gets us, right? So I, I did a, just a, a little bit of research and came across a piece in psychology today uh, investigating how and why clickbait works. And it, it has a lot to do with dopamine and our psychological motivation. So uh, to quote the article, clickbait is the promise that unbelievable, provocative, or shocking information will be revealed if we just click that link. Uh, it goes on to say, our dopamine reward system is involved in our motivation to learn about our world. Dopamine, a hormone, is involved in pleasure but has many functions. So basically it says that dopamine is influencing behavior through the wanting of something and not through the liking of the thing. So it creates an itch that needs to be scratched. And in the case of clickbait, it creates something that you really want to hear or you really want to learn more about. And it it, it sets up a system where you can only learn about that if you click on that little
1: link. It's true. I did not want to know about the bear with a bucket, but I felt I needed to know. I didn't know that I wanted that, but it turned out it was an essential, essential part of me. And I'm glad I got to scratch that. So thank
0: you. Yeah. Oh yeah, most certainly. And there's also maybe a little bit of uh, something called the Vegas effect at play. Um, And that just basically has to do with the idea of, of us needing to solve the mystery of what's behind the curtain. Right. And so again, that also excites these uh, dose dopamine pathways and it creates a situation where we need to learn more.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, I think we think of clickbait because of the name as a, a very internet phenomenon and, and certainly it is, but weird news has been a part of journalism forever and ever. I mean, it even goes back to, you know, the Barnum effect, um, that idea of like, we seek out strange things for the sake of and we can't help, but we've got that insatiable curiosity And in the Internet era, right, news media kind of relies on it to draw in eyes, to keep people circulating around in the publication. And, you know, it it seems like it's like a cheap sugar rush. You know, it's like it's very low nutrient, um, but you get a rush off of it, and it doesn't last very long, and you're not really very satisfied in the long term. But it's the kind of thing that gets peppered throughout these these organizations as a way of sort of keeping you around so that you'll presumably check out the other stuff that's on there. And it's kind of funny because it, it's often animal stories, right? Like um, uh, Huffington Post has a whole weird animal section,
0: and the headlines
1: are all dynamite. Angry squirrel aggressively attacking residents of Queens neighborhood. Australian couple lucky to be alive after harrowing kangaroo attack. Texas man shoots armadillo, bullet ricochets back in his own face. Very regional. How'd that alligator get into into Chicago Park Lagoon? And then, you know, you have uh, non-animal ones like Florida man with drugs around penis denies they were his. What does it mean? The world is full of weird stuff. And I think I could be wrong, but I think there is a lot of negativity around clickbait, as there should be, because, again, it's very low nutrient right? But perhaps we need that as a necessary counterpoint to all of the big news, all of the serious stuff, the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic, that climate change is a very real thing, that there's often political upheaval. You have to have something that sort of breaks that tension, something that's stupid for the sake of being stupid, something that acts like the court jester to remind us that the world is sort of dumb.
0: It brings up the question, why does this need to be bad? right? I think a lot of us approach the world uh, with an increasing degree of cynicism um, just as our first reaction. And then when you really step back for a moment, you start to think about things a lot like maybe you just were just now, right? It's this idea of saying, why why can't we just have something nice and dumb for the sake of being dumb? And I, and I do believe in that. And I do think that it's okay that the news is not all doom and gloom, because that's also reflective of the world, like not Everything is newsworthy, necessarily, but it also doesn't mean that people don't want to read about it or get a kick out of it. I think the only time when clickbait becomes harmful or dangerous is when it masquerades as, you know, real news. The problem is that these stories all sort of rise to the attention of the reader in in an oftentimes equal way especially if, if we're not practicing some degree of media literacy around it. So these are re- reputable news sources producing these fluff stories next to really important stories. And so then the, it, the onus is now on the reader or the viewer to sift through all of that and identify what is something that is, that, that is really informing that person about you know, a serious issue in the world that they need to be, to know more about. And what is something that can just be there for the sake of being there? Yeah.
1: The goal I would think would be if you could integrate those two, like if you can have that bear, he gets that bucket on his head and he stumbles around and we follow the story. And then these two guys, the most exciting thing in their lives happens. They catch up to the bear. They remove the bucket from the bear. Yeah. The bear turns to the camera and the bear turns Mm -hmm. to the camera and starts yeah. talking about the appropriate reaction to Omicron and the best way to mask and the best way to handle the upcoming New Year's holiday. You know, something yeah. where you get a little bit of this, you get a little bit of that. You apparently got a very smart and very epidemiologically oriented bear.
0: Well, you know what that is, Brandon? No, what is it? That's called the click, bait, and switch. <laughs> started hot and you ended hot all right my man i will see you or i will talk to you tomorrow all right talk to you
1: tomorrow steve